Today I have attorney Jameson Allen with me and attorney Allen is fresh off a jury trial victory. It was a personal injury case. And essentially the judge asked us if we were ready to go to trial. Jameson stood up and said, ready for trial. So did the defense attorney. And to my understanding, we might have actually been the first civil jury trial in central Indiana, if not the state since the pandemic started back in March, 2020. So had a fantastic result. Jameson and I sat down and we said, hey, what could we have done better? And Jameson started writing down, you know, tips and tricks for doing trials, doing a jury trial during a pandemic. And as soon as we sat down and we started going over this, we thought, man, this would be a great video. And so Jameson, I'm doing a lot of the talking, but you're the main show here. That's all right. You were great at trial. You deserve to do some talking. Oh man, you're making me smile. But Jameson, we're not here to tell war stories. We're not here to talk about how awesome we did. The purpose of this video, or even podcast, is basically how were things different during a pandemic than versus not a pandemic. So, you know, we're trying to make these videos for people who are getting ready for trial, whether it's criminal or civil, basically how they can better prepare themselves. So Jameson, how was your trial preparation different prepping during COVID-19? We end up spending a lot of time thinking of questions and asking questions focused on, on the pandemic. So you still need to do everything, of course, that you normally would have, would have done. You know how to try a case. So you know, rely on that, rely on your confidence, um, knowing that you're an experienced litigator. But you have to leave time and focus on what's different now. So the questions that we thought of and we asked the judge in the pretrial conference uh, had to do with jury selection. How much time do we get? Can we get more time? Because now we have to talk about pandemic questions along with all the questions we always have to ask. Uh, can we get an extra alternate? We lost, an, we lost a juror during the trial because she got some symptoms, um, symptoms that uh, borderline uh, uh, you know, coronavirus anyway, but she was out and an alternate was in. If we would have lost some more jurors, we might have had a mistrial. So uh, you got to think about that. You have to think about how the exhibits are going to be handled. What is, what is the court going to require um, in regard to handling the exhibit? Because maybe you have to use hand sanitizer, or maybe it's a good idea to use it even if the court doesn't require it. Um, maybe you cannot approach the witness like you thought. So Lots of questions. You just need to stop and think about procedure and, and, and involve the court and opposing counsel and figure this, these kind of questions out ahead of time. And you know, um, we were so lucky. I don't want to name the court or anything like that, but the judge and court staff, in my opinion, we couldn't have asked for just more understanding and roll with the punches type individuals. And you're, you're absolutely right. Um, and so in regard to the court staff, I'll, I'll say this. It's always important to make friends with the court staff, right? Uh, but in, during a pandemic, I think it's even more important because there could be an issue or there were issues that popped up in which the court staff are going to uh, be the ones who prevent your problem and solve your problem. So, uh, and that's actually one thing I think across the board that, that we noticed is that any, any problem or any advice that you would normally give uh, a, you know, a lot of times they're going to pop up or they can pop up during a trial during the pandemic. But during the pandemic, 
the consequences are going to be higher or the, the problem is going to be just a little bit different. And so, uh, you know, when you prepare your clients and your witnesses, you have to go through everything you normally do, but you also have to throw in all the issues about the exhibit and how to approach the uh, witness stand. And maybe it's a different kind of chair. Uh, maybe they have the witnesses come through a different door because the jury's going to be in the gallery now and the witnesses can't come through normal, normal process. It's all types of, of issues that we never have to think about that you have to stop and think about uh, before your trial. Jameson, though, that's an excellent segue. So, you know, we talked about just general, you know, pre-trial stuff. How was preparing for jury selection different than before? Give us a little sample of that. I think the first thing you have to do is think about how your normal approach or strategy can be changed. Um, maybe has to be changed in some ways, um, but otherwise maybe there's, a, there's an advantage perhaps from the uh, coronavirus. For example, if you typically do not want to have medical experience in your, in your jury for whatever reason, now you might be able to use some questions and some uh, strategy to encourage the court and opposing counsel to allow medical people to not serve. You know, let's just move past these folks and let them go back to the clinic and do what they need to be doing. Um, maybe there's some way, something the pandemic offers that you can use as an analogy, um, you know, different from what you normally do. Um, then, of course, you've got the big issue of the mask, right? So uh, the masks are very political. Uh, you have to think about that. Is, is the mask issue, how's that going to play one way or the other, and how are you going to handle it? Um, if it goes one direction or the other. And uh, one thing that we figured out is we wanted the jury to see our faces. So the judge in our case allowed us to take off our mask during select portions of the trial, including jury selection. So I was going to do that. So the jury could see my face, make a connection, make sure they can understand me. Um, but then the judge during uh, uh, his spiel to the, to the jury, to the jurors um, said, I'm not gonna take off my mask. So we ended up changing strategy and I found a way to take off my mask by doing a sound check to make sure the jury could hear me uh, properly and then also gave me a, a, ch a chance for the jury to see my face. I will say that the chances for unmasked situations during the trial were few and far between. And when you basically ask the jury, hey, which one works better, cloth or paper? And they got to kind of get involved and, um, you know, you did an excellent job getting folks involved. Jameson, what was your strategy for dealing with some of the anxiety that we knew some of the jurors, I mean, the jury questionnaires, um, the, the county we did, did the normal questionnaire and they had a COVID-19 questionnaire that the jurors filled out that morning. And so, uh, what was your strategy to deal with that anxiety that some people might be having? Well, I changed my questions, normal questions somewhat, in tr to try to make it the process more open. Obviously, you want jurors to talk all the time. Uh, but this also was one of those situations where the normal rule is even heightened during, during a trial now. And so we needed to get the jurors relaxed, get them talking about themselves, even talking about issues that we might not think are directly relevant to, to the trial, at least on their face. And I think that strategy seemed to work and seemed to make the jurors open up. 
you know, uh, you know, sitting second chair with you, I watched how, you know, Jameson, you just have such a natural way of communicating and connecting. And um, I saw jurors that started off and I was like, no way they want to be here. And they just, you were so just easy to relate to. I saw them open up to you and it was amazing how you did that. We worked together uh, to draft a, a strategy, uh, a theme for the trial and, and make that uh, connect with uh, throughout jury selection. So Jameson, we talked about just like some pre-trial and we talked about jury selection. What do you have to deal with in opening because of the pandemic? Was that changed at all in your opinion? It did. Um, I would say jury selection is, is a lot more, or the difference in the jury selection are greater than the differences in opening uh, from what we experienced. But the opening was different in the sense that uh, well, one you want to try to find a way to make the jurors see your face if you can at some at some point, uh, as I mentioned. But we noticed some jury cues, uh, body language, and certain reactions that seemed to indicate, oh, this juror is not comfortable with me moving that close to the gallery, um, and so you have to make it make adjustments. And uh, some jurors will be comfortable, some jurors will not. Another issue is that you want to find a way to use visual evidence throughout your trial, and which of course, again, it's always a good strategy. Uh, another one of those rules, it's more heightened now. If the jury is going to have any problem at any point hearing through a mask, visual evidence is more important. James, let's move on into witness examinations. And so this is a civil trial and so we had we had live witnesses testifying at the trial itself, and then we also had doctors who we presented by videotape deposition, which is normal for injury cases. Tell me the issues you had in preparing witness examination during COVID-19. Well, the first issue uh, is, is in regard to masks. Again, masks are big. Masks go through the whole trial. The doctors we d deposed and had on, on video two of the three were done during the pandemic. And so they had the mask on during their video and the jury never got to see their face. And so uh, one thing that we, we talked about was the possibility of putting their photos up on the video or find a way you know, during direct and closing as well to put their real photo from the website up there so the jury can see their face without a mask on. The other issue is, is visual evidence, as I mentioned in opening, but now for sure you can get it in. Uh, find a way to use demonstrative at, uh, exhibits. Think about if there's any permissible summary you can use, any visual evidence you can highlight to, um, to mitigate the a potential problem of, of voice not going through the mask uh, the way that you hoped it would. And then uh, I think exhibit logistics and how you approach or if you approach the witness um, you might have to walk by the jury. It might not look good for you to get to the stand by the witness so many, go back and forth so many times with the witness with so many exhibits. So you might need to uh, approach that differently. And maybe even where you stand in the courtroom. Uh, every courtroom is going to be different now because the jury might not be where you think they are. The council tables might not be where you think they are. So even if you've done a trial in that court, you need to go to the courtroom before the trial and strategize and figure out oh, I need to stand back here now instead of this angle, or maybe the witness needs a swivel chair so they can turn to the jury. 
um, all these all these little things that uh, maybe you haven't thought about before. No, and um, we're going to hit on some of the you know closing thoughts at the end of this video. But I mean, even our live witnesses, I've done juries in that courthouse and courtrooms similar set up, and it was completely different. No, no one was in the jury box; they were in the gallery. So, just the witness table was completely different, and. We had a we had a client who had a bad neck and bad shoulder. The chair was in. Yeah, well, the chair the chair set up by the court was to face him towards the jury box. We had to find a swivel chair, get him so he could at least talk to the jury. I mean, it's very powerful. Even if you have done a hundred trials in this courtroom, you're going to have a jury trial, and you got to get in there, talk to the staff. You got to figure out where everyone's going to be because you can't take anything for granted. But let's go on here real quick. Um, closing, what were the issues you had in closing and what would you have done a little differently had you known then what you know now? I think I would have used some more visual uh, highlights and uh, that would have been, carrying that through would have been a little stronger, finding every place in the trial to highlight more, some more visual evidence. Another issue would be to find some more ways to use the pandemic. I think the pandemic is a real gift to, to trial attorneys because we now know there is a common shared experience between all the jurors and us. So we have something that we can relate to. So find some, find some uh, areas of the pandemic, some facts that fit your theme of the case. Maybe it has to do with the science changing uh, on masks. Maybe it has to do with uh, the lack of uh, personal, you know, connection. Find it, find it and use it. No, I love that, you know, and I truly do believe that, you know, we had a very good outcome in this case. So it's hard for me to be like, oh, trials during pandemic is bad. You know, you rolled with the punches. Jameson, so give us some closing thoughts here, some general logistics. Anybody who's getting ready to do a jury trial, during pandemic, during this awkward times where, you know, we want our personal space because we don't want anyone invading that space. What are some final thoughts we have here? Yeah, I would say uh, practice with the mask, figure out which mask works best for you. Ideally, one that lets your voice out the most and covers the smallest amount of your face, uh, surface area of your face. Uh, but think about that and practice. And when you practice and record yourself or have someone listen to you, you'll figure out you need to enunciate more than normal in order to have the same, the same effect. Um, as you mentioned, Mark, get into the courtroom. Don't make any assumptions about how the courtroom's set up or how things will proceed. Your technology might be different. You might need to bring in speakers uh, if the court's audio is not uh, sufficient. You might need extra extension cords uh, because you're gonna be in a different part of the room and you need to stretch all the way through. Uh, your screen might not be in the same place, all types of issues. Yeah, Jameson, so just real quickly, uh, he mentioned technology. We went into a courthouse that is known for their technology. They have um, wall-mounted screens, they have projectors built in, but the reality is that was set up for juries to be in the jury box. All of a sudden, when juries were in the, the gallery, that screen was just too far away. And so, you know, we were making last minute decisions and last minute moves to basically get the projector closer to the gallery. And it was fine, but you know, I will say, 
I wasn't necessarily proud that our PowerPoint had a slight angle. It wasn't that pronounced, but had we anticipated Still that, because the jury literally was like, can we get it closer? Can we anyway get this closer? So, you know, we always want to give the jury what they want. So absolutely. But, you know, we were counting on using the wall. It was just, please, anybody watching this, you have to get into the courtroom. Do not make any assumptions on what has happened before because um, it's, it's a wild ride. And yeah, and our, our jurors didn't even want to go into the jury room. They wanted to go. The jury room wasn't big enough. They we're too close. So they put our jury, when it wasn't in the courtroom, they put it back into the, basically the main assembly hall. That goes back, I think, to, to what I said about reading the juror cues. And so this jury ended up being more sensitive to uh, coronavirus issues than what we anticipated for this particular uh, county. So uh, you have to be prepared for it to go, to go either way. And the, you know, the la last thing that I'll say is that body language becomes more important. It's always important. You can't become a body language expert in a few weeks uh, or become self-aware of all your body language, but try at least a little. And then uh, the other thing I'll say, just like an overarching uh, advice or theme is be yourself. Don't allow all of this craziness to change who you are as a litigator. There's a reason why you're a trial attorney. Just deal with all this, all these issues through preparation. Your opponent has the same hurdles you have. So, so long as you prepare and don't let it get to you, you'll be yourself, you'll be confident, you'll give the jury confidence to forget about the pandemic and, uh, and you'll have your best shot at a, at a good result. What amazing final advice, be yourself. And um, watching you in trial, Jameson, absolutely amazing. You are, you are legitimately you are you no matter where you're at and what situation you're in. And you're just so easy to like and talk to. And I am convinced that is a huge part of the yeah. success. Thank you for sharing your insights on this. Anybody has any questions, email us. Um, we love talking. We love talking with other trial attorneys. We talk to anybody really, but you know, don't be scared of jury trials during pandemic. Final thing is we did have a jury consultant, Lisa Mitchell, help us. You know, we were definitely nervous about picking a jury with masks on because the jury had masks on, attorneys had masks on, the judge had masks on. So we brought in a bi-language expert. We truly believe that her input was invaluable. And um, yes, yeah, we are very appreciative of her contributions. Absolutely. Her contact information will be in the description. That's it. Um, be safe. Always take care of each other. Have a great day.